This podcast is brought to you by Matador Records, putting out the best music since 1989. Internet, visit com to listen to the new album from singer-songwriter Julian Baker, Little Oblivions, which was called Unruly, Complex, and Gorgeous by The New Yorker. It's now available in exclusive color variants to fill your record collection. I want you to use code OBLIVIONS, that's O-B-L-I-V-I-O-N-S, for a 15% discount on your purchase. Go check that out today and thank me later. Internets, I want to put you on to Stereo. It's an app for live social conversations, and I want to talk directly with you, our listeners. You could join our show, ask questions about the latest episodes, and share your experiences and opinions. I want to hear everything from you guys. So download Stereo now. It's available on the Apple Store and Google Play. It's called Stereo. You understand? How do you do it? It's simple. You just download the Stereo app and then follow the show at Stereo.com forward slash Premium Pete Show. Again, Stereo.com forward slash Premium Pete Show. Go to that. It'll bring you right to the app. You download it. Listen to me. I love Stereo, and I know you will too. Let's get the convo going. Internet, thank you so much, okay, for everyone who checked out last week's episode with the legendary, the iconic actor, okay, entrepreneur and so much more, Armand Asante. And, and, and if we're talking about the Gotti movie, the HBO Gotti movie, that's the only Gotti we acknowledge. If you haven't checked it out, put it on your to-do list. It's also available on YouTube. We got a full, listen, okay? First of all, let me just say this. Head on over to YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, share, rate, tell a friend to tell a friend. And also, you know we're on every platform, Spotify, SoundCloud, um, Stitcher, Mix. Listen, wherever you listen to podcasts, subscribe to us. Rate and leave a comment. But more importantly, tell a friend to tell a friend, okay, about the Premium Pete Show because you never know who's going to be on the Premium Pete Show. It could be an actor, an athlete, you know, an entrepreneur. And I promise you, it's not only about Premium Pete. It's about you getting these gems and learning these journeys of all these amazing people with these incredible stories. Internet, okay? Open up your Twitter app, open up your Instagram app, at Premium Pete, at Premium Pete Show, and check the fuck in. Let me know where you're listening from. Last week, I forgot who we had on. We had uh, uh, London was checking in. We had uh, Russia was checking in. Japan, uh, the, the good folks from Jakarta were on the check-in for Armand Asante, Berlin. I mean, listen, in the States, we're already rocking. International, I'm humbled. Internet. Thank you so much, okay? But if you liked anything I've done, I ask you two favors. Actually, I'm going to ask you three. One, tell a friend to tell a friend. Two, mm, go get that peach premium pasta sauce. You ever heard about it? It's a 100-year-old family recipe. Yeah, it's my own pasta sauce. We started off with a marinara, and it's good. Actually, let me rephrase that. It's amazing. I'm dead serious. If I'm lying, I'm dying. Go to peachpremiumpastasauce.com and get yourself some today. We shipped worldwide already, and thank you, Internets, for that. And number three is when we have ads on this show, if you mess with this show wholeheartedly, support them, okay? Go, go sign up or go log in or, do, or, or whatever it is because they keep this show going. And if you care about the show, okay, then support those ads. I appreciate it. Internets, let me tell you something. Peace and blessings to you and your families. We're starting to like ease up. I see a lot more people outside. The weather's starting to get better here on the East Coast. Okay? Just be safe. And I want to send my blessings. You hear me? You know I'm always sending blessings. But I want to send my best and blessings to you and yours. And, you know, like I, I, I've been good for those of you that want to know. You know, um, 
just sometimes feel discouraged. But I understand that, you know, um, even in somebody who has a lot of things going on that we have bad days, but, you know, but we get, but we get past them, right? You know, this entrepreneurship game is like a, is, is like a, a roller coaster with no seatbelt. Hang on, okay? Full steam ahead. And don't ever get off track and don't ever stop believing in you. I promise you, just because you're struggling don't mean you're failing. Just power through internets and dream those dreams. And that's word to my brother, the late, great Reggie Osei, a.k.a. Combat Jack. I love you, my brother, okay? And I miss you. Internets, this episode <laughs> about to happen is with the one and only Terrell Hicks. She's an incredible actor. But more importantly, she's an incredible artist. I mean, she's been singing. She had songs with Missy Elliott. Um, I, I mean, I don't know how many people know what a, what a music career she had. Because many of you may know her as one of the great ones, Jane Williams from her Bronx Tale. Remember her on Cologinal? Kahoo? Yeah, you know her. And in Belly. And in Subway Stories. Listen, internets. I finally sat down with the beautiful, who doesn't look, she looks younger now than she did back then. It's crazy. She hasn't changed at all. She's a sweetheart. And I'm so honored to sit down with her. Internets, tell a friend to tell a friend about the Premium Petro. I don't need to say no more. I present to you this week's episode of the Premium Pete Show with Terrell Hicks. Let's get to it. Cheer! Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Fat Man Scoop, the undisputed voice of the club, the two-time Grammy Award winner. Let me make this official for you. Fat Man Scoop, Cork McClan, Internets. It's time to go with my dude, Premium Pete. Let's get focused. Let's go, Internets. Let's turn up one time, Premium Pete. Come on, everybody, get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up. It's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low, listen to the show cause milk said so fuck what you heard better act like you know it's the premium peach show internets welcome back to another episode of the premium peach show finally <laughs> sitting down with the one and only okay it's been a long time coming you know we did an ig live where you yeah. sang me amazing grace i felt very uh pleasure uh of, of being able to be sung to like that okay praise and worship sunday is every day <laughs> with terrell hicks um yes. you might know her as keisha from that uh, movie called uh, Belly. Yeah, you know what it is. Or, or maybe Jane, okay, from Bronx Tale. Or there's a lot of other things. And she was an artist. So many, listen, I'm so excited to go over your journey to one and yeah. only Terrell Hicks. Welcome to the Premium Peach. Thank you for having me. Well, listen, let's uh, start off. Terrell Hicks was born in the Bronx. Yes. You, uh, mom and dad? Uh, yes. What mom did mom and dad. do? What did dad do? Mom was, um, she took care of the home, raised children, and dad was a truck driver for Hannah's Meat Company. Mm. Shouts to Hannah's Meat Company. Yep. You know, when you, when, when you think about a young Terrell Hicks living in the Bronx, I mean, your career has been literally all over the place. Yeah. Um, from an artist um, to an actor mm -hmm. um, to just so many things. When you're living in the Bronx, even as a teenager, as Terrell Hicks, mm -hmm. Did you envision like what this could be? Because the reason I asked you that for is because like even at like 30 years old, I had no idea what the fuck I wanted to do. <laughs> um, would you say it's something that you uh, pursued or would you say it's something that just came to you and then you kind of, you know, really got focused on it? Well, my sisters were in entertainment. And my family, we grew up in church always singing in front of people or acting um, in off-Broadway. 
Mama Wanna Sing was a show we started out in. My sisters were on stage before me, obviously. Um, and I ushered in the theater that they were working at. And I think I was about... 12 years old mm. and I just I got to see this performance of this play Mama Wanna Sing every night and I would say to myself you know what I could do that I had the talent I had the voice and I didn't see myself doing anything else other than entertaining being on stage singing acting or something in that field and I was developed in the theater so someone didn't show up and at 13 years old I got the opportunity okay, got shot, yeah. to be on stage and I never wanted to come off. You know, would you say that is something that that uh, like your parents supported you by bringing you there? Because sometimes I feel like we don't realize how important our parents are. If even for even for guys, like you know, taking them to baseball practice, like yeah. these guys turn out to sign three hundred million dollar yeah. deals. You got to say, hey, thanks, pops. Absolutely. You know, thanks, mom. Yeah. You know, thanks, uncle. Whatever it is, um, you know, just the support of your family is extremely important. You know, um, I, it's crazy because your journey. You know, you think about it. I actually, we'll bounce around, but let's <laughs> go there. How did you get the role as Keisha for Belly? How does that happen? How did I get? Okay, so. Actually, Hype Williams saw me in a Bronx tell and he started putting me in a bunch of music videos just because of my look, the natural, you know, kind of no makeup girl representing the brown tone mm -hmm, mm -hmm. women. And um, from that point, he went into from directing videos to making movies and he said, I have the perfect role for you. So he pretty much just handed it over and I looked at it and I was like, okay, this character is so opposite from Jane. Uh, I don't know if I could pull this off. And he's like, come on, Hicks, you was raised in the projects. You can pull her <laughs> off. She's every chick you ever grew up around. So I thought about that and I was like, you know what? You write red for it. And he was like, perfect. So then he just started matching up who would be the guy and X came over to the house. We did a read, um, and he was like, "That that's it." I mean, that's what, it. I mean, he walks in, he Tommy. walks into the house. What is it? Hello, you know. Was it, you know? <laughs> the Yo. funny thing is, I just saw an interview with him, and I never knew that he felt this way. But he said he was actually intimidated by my presence because he had seen a Bronx Tale and was like, "Okay, this girl knows what she's doing, and I'm new to this. I don't really know what I'm doing." So he's like, "Everybody's in the house acting like they're not celebrities, you know, just regular." And he's like, "That it." blew him away so i mean i mean shouts to x x is yeah. uh you know, character. forever classic, man. I mean, I remember, I mean, I remember hearing stories in Hot 97. I love her talking yeah. about like this guy come up to Hot 97 with three dogs, um, you know, just yes. uh, drinking Hennessy at eight in the morning, you know, and quote in um, Bible scriptures. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was only a Drew, you know. Yes. Um, but but um, you know, when you think about it, it 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 was first of all, shouts to Height Williams. Just yeah. just alone, I remember seeing you in that purple. Uh, uh, the way he did that, how Nas came through. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But I mean, even there was a point where you were in that color. Um, yeah. I mean, just did you, did you, well, first of all, I sit down with a lot of actors. Sometimes these people don't watch the movies after that. <laughs> did you watch Bronx Tale? Did you watch Belly? I mean, I saw them at the movies at the premiere. I can't honestly say that I sat down after the premieres and just watched it from top to bottom. I think for an artist, once we put something out there, it's kind of like, we don't 
want to go back and critique everything we felt could have been another way. So we leave it. It's a work that's done. It was well received and kudos, you know what I'm saying? So when I saw it at the premiere, I was like, wow, you know, of course the initial shock is that's me on a big screen. This movie is great. I hope it does well. Next project. That's how an actor thinks. We're, we're on to the next yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, you're ready. It's a business. Yes. You know, you, and shouts to Lilo. Um, yes, you know, absolutely. I, I remember him um, telling me, as I was just telling you mm-hmm. about how you got the part, right. and I don't think you heard this before. Um, and 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 he was telling me that they had a lot of j- first of all for those who don't know, um, I got to bring Lilo back because we did yes. an episode so many years ago. I didn't even do it with video, but anyway, Lilo was telling a story about how originally it was an older guy casting as coagulant, mm-hmm. so they had older woman. Yes, Naomi um, Campbell, actually. Yeah, 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 which is crazy. She was casted. Which mm-hmm. is crazy. And then when they decided they weren't going with this guy and they used uh, 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 Lilo Brancato. Mm-hmm. Who um, they found on the beach. Who they found playing. on the, Jones Beach, <laughs> uh, uh, um, which is very weird. And they went yes. reading in Silver Cup Studios that night. Exactly. Um, his brother, he was in the water. His brother says, oh, he looks like Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. I got to show you my brother. Come here. Imagine a guy walking around on a beach like, Casting for the Bronx Tale. What yeah. the fuck are we talking about? I grew up in Coney Island. All you heard on the beach was like, Colbert hair, pretzel, ice pop. You never heard like, I'm casting for Bronx Tale. Right. Um, and then he told me that you come and 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 when they do that part, for those who know, that say, what's your name? And he says, Cologian on you. He says, Kahoo. <laughs> and I guess they you, you had moved on and, and, yeah. and, you know, meaning went to another room. And Robert De Niro turned to Lilo. And says, "What'd you think?" He said, "Oh man, she was amazing." And I never just by that. that kahoo was that. And uh, you know, I'm proud of Lilo. Listen, I'm proud that you always stuck by him. And yeah. I want to say, meaning in support, of in the sense of just like that he could come back and try to Absolutely. be the best version of himself. And and he's never gave up. He's never, you know, he's still in recovery. Uh, and, yes. And and, and and I'm proud of him. And I'll be honest with you, pop culture is proud of him. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is uh, later on which is probably like a year or two ago. Remember when you took that picture with him again and it surfaced on yes, the internet? Yes, yes. We it were goes doing to show you how much show. people care about yeah. Cologenol and Jane. Together, yeah. Years later. Yeah. You know, how, 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 I don't think people understand this. It's not only acting, but sometimes you get a shot. Like a Bronx Tale was your shot. Yes. It's like, even if they paid you, say, $20,000, you would have gave them $20,000 yeah. because it springboarded everything Else, I mean, when you look back at Bronx Tale, I mean, as such a young actor, mm-hmm. you know, uh, was that uh, discouraging or nervousness or, or because to be honest with you, and I'm not just saying this, I'm not to ask Kiss, but you crushed that role. <laughs> Thank you. The way you touched his hat. Thank you. The way you handled the brother, the way you handled him, the way you were on the you. bus, you know. We, I know you said you grew up in theater, but were you going to acting classes? Were you- I was not. I mean, all my experience literally came from the Hexer Theater and just being on stage and church plays and, you know, just being comfortable in front of an audience, in front of people. So, and because I was like so deep in church, we didn't watch a lot of TV. So mm. I like to tell people, and I'm a little embarrassed to tell people that I really did not know who Robert De Niro was. And I think that's why I got the part. Mm. I wasn't intimidated by Anyone's yeah, oh my God, this is Rob. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God, like, like, so, like saying, oh my God, this is Robert right. De Niro. All of the girls that I was auditioning, they was like, Bob's in the room. Oh my God, 
he's in there. And I'm like, Bob. Oh, he has another name? Like, yeah, oh, they, they call they, him, yeah, they call yeah, him they call Bob? Bob? Oh, yeah. okay. So when I got in there, the only thing I would just say, okay, God, don't let me trip over any words. Um, let me just, you know, have a perfect performance because this is what I want to do in my life. And I just kept going back to those auditions, more confident and just, you know, wanting to nail that part. And well, you did. You did. And it was the start of your career, yes. uh, which we'll continue to get to. But one thing that was powerful about Bronx Tale, too, was it, it really gave a, a, a inner look of the, 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 the height of racism, the height of, mm-hmm. uh, the height of neighborhoods. Uh, actually, we're just realizing or not realizing uh, that it's still happening today, but mm-hmm. uh, which is fucking crazy. Crazy. Um, but um, anyway, it. I think for me as an Italian growing up in Brooklyn, it was powerful because it was mm-hmm. powerful. Um, it was powerful to date outside your race because it wasn't a thing. Right. It was powerful to break these chains. It was, you know, I, I, I want to be honest with you. And it's crazy to say this because I'm a little bit older probably than you and uh, 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 Lilo, mm-hmm. but very inspiring to me. Um, you know, my daughter's mother's from Trinidad, um, nice. being an Italian that just changed, you know, didn't, and, and, and not that there's nothing wrong with it, but I didn't name my kids Angelo or Mario, you know, right. um, you know, I didn't date Italian woman and nothing wrong. I, you know, there's some beautiful Italian woman. I just really stepped outside and, and, and I don't want to be told it wasn't a thing, right? If you felt like you like someone, it didn't matter what color, uh, uh, you know, your skin was. And I'll be honest with you, uh, um, a Bronx tale wasn't a movie to me. It was a life lesson. Exactly. It had a lot of gems in there. I mean, yeah. even when Sonny, uh, Chaz Palminteri says, he owes you $20, he's never going to bother you again. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are like, give me my fucking $20 now before I break your head, not realizing, mm-hmm. like, yo, take that fucking try. But don't, you're never going to ask me for anything ever again. You know, it's also like the working man and the tough guy. But anyway, who gives a shit uh, about my only personal things? <laughs> we, we speak about Bronx Tale. How did you know when you got the part? How did I know? I never really knew. I just kept getting callbacks and I was sick of the callbacks. Um, I was at like 14 and I was close to thinking maybe I had the role because they were giving me specific instructions. Don't go outside and play too much because... Bob is in love with her skin tone. We don't want her to get any dark, any light. It's perfect for lighting. So really? stuff like that. Um, Which is still the, perfect, yeah, by the way. Black like, don't crack internet. Thank you. So I'm like, if I'm staying in all summer, they better give me this part. Like, you know, I'm sacrificing my my childhood, my outdoor playtime to, you know, hang on the block with my friends. Not going roller skating because back then the rink was the yeah, thing yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah. You know, we would go skating a lot and they were like, no, 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 no. Don't do anything where you may break an ankle or, you know, just be out of work. Something that'll sit you down. How, so Now, let me ask you something. How did you know? Hold on. How did you know, um, you know, when you think about like, um, how did you know what, like, like what did they just tell you what you were going to get? Like, did you have an agent? Like, you're so young. Like, how did you I know didn't have an if, agent. if they say, look, we'll give you $10,000. How did no. you know if it was good? I didn't have an agent. I didn't know if it was good. <laughs> um, but what I, I had video music box. And, Shouts to Ralph McDaniels. Right, Ralph McDaniels shouted it out and he said, hey, they looking for someone for this movie. Got to be an African-American girl, blah, 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 blah. And so I went down off the strength of that. And my sister telling me about the audition, then I saw him rerun it because they were still looking. They had had a round of auditions already and they didn't find anybody. So I was like, all right, I'm going. That's it. When I got there, it was every nationality on the line. And I was 
like, well, I thought it was just for African-American girls. But okay, whatever. It was the I United Nations. I'm like, right, it was the United Nations. Like, I'm going in anyway. And like I said, all the way to 14, to that time when I got the phone call that said, okay, Terrell's casted, then... Oh, it was it, it was on. Con, I'm like, con, I'm gonna congrats. be in a movie. Yeah, because that 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 spiraled uh, your career. Now, now, um, um, did you being somebody who's so young? How old were you? I was 17. You know, now you get money. Yeah. You know, do you, what did you do with the first thing with this Bronx Tale money? Okay, so new new Averex jacket, three X. <laughs> no, for hubby over there. <laughs> Pelly, Pelly. I knew hubby, but we weren't married. Okay. We've known each other. We'll get to that. But yeah, yeah. we've known each other since we were like 15, 16. Mm -hmm. But um, what happened was basically I was already making money as a teen because remember, I worked in the theater. That's a different kind of pay. I'm Copy. only working on the weekends and I'm making like $300 at a theater on the weekends. And my mom, my mom was like a go-getter. So she would like sell candy in between. She's banging out five, $600 a weekend. She hit me off. So the money, my sisters were touring. So money was there. That wasn't like the big issue. But let me tell you when I knew the difference. I knew the difference after Bronx Tell because my day's work was the same amount as my father's two-week check. Holy <laughs> so shit. I was like, wow. Yeah, I'm never getting out of this business. This is it for me. And we were in the process of moving from the projects to Jersey. So it was a very transitional um, period in my life where, you know, we were leaving old things behind and moving on up in the world. And it all happened together. It you felt know, good. You know, as as you land this spot as Jane in Bronx Tale and you crush it, um, you know, now you start to get these other roles. We just spoke about Keisha, mm -hmm. which was an incredible role, which is, you know, now I know you said it's totally different. Were you ever mm -hmm. like, kind of like, this is too raunchy for me? Did you ever well, feel that way? I mean, I, I did. I'm, I mean, I wasn't a, a cusser or anything. I really had to pull her out of me. And then, you know, there is um, a, a scene in there, which I had nothing to do with. <laughs> so that was a double. And a lot of people don't know that, that I what never scene, did. What scene was that? That that was the intimate scene with X and Keisha. Okay. Um, you only see me when we hug and he throws her to the floor. From there, I'm like out of it until they get her back in the bed in the sheet. So that was like some stripper came in with a wig. See, see my that's part. the reason why you your, know that. that's why your husband married you because <laughs> yes, you know uh, he he said, hey, listen, you know, uh, um, X didn't have this, so no, I'm good. You X know? did. X never got that. Nah. <laughs> never. He said, "What you mean?" Um, you know, funny. You know, you think about this. This is a cultural. Cultural, cultural uh, parts, but now you're more now you're more uh, savvy. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure. Now, did you have an agent at that time when you went into uh, uh, Keisha? I did have an agent there. Yeah. Yes. So, so you wind up making more money. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And then, absolutely. and so, so it's it's kind of you yeah. get you you have different things going on. You have to you know make sure you're getting your proper points and that your residuals yep, yep, yep. actually come into you and not over there. So. Yeah, with, at some with, point you with, do need with, with Bronx Tale, how was Chaz with you? Chaz was amazing. I always say, for me, he was the best acting coach of my life. He guided me through every scene because remember, he wrote all those parts. So he knew exactly what he wanted out of Jane. And whenever he would relay something to me, do this, do that. Um, I was just able to take his vision and bring it to life. And for him, I became the perfect Jane. And for that, I'm, I'm grateful that I was able to, you know, 
own up to yeah. what he was expecting, I'm, his expectations of his character. I mean, shouts to Chaz. That was yes. an incredibly written movie. Um, and then Chaz. we think about, you know, Keisha and Belly. And then let's keep on going. All of a sudden, this girl, Terrell Hicks, decides, hey, you know, I mean, she always has been, but you become an artist. Internet, today's episode is also brought to you by Chime. Do you know what that is? Hold on, let me put you on. Chime is an award-winning app and debit card with no hitting fees or monthly minimums, okay? I love this thing. I'm using it, and I want to tell you what I really love about it. First of all, it's fee-free overdraft on up to $100 in debit purchases with SpotMe. It's like overdraft protection, but better, okay? Now, you could get your paycheck, benefits, stimulus checks, and tax return up to two days earlier with direct deposit. You understand? Up to two days and with direct deposit. Plus, there's no hidden fees or monthly minimums. 38,000 fee-free ATMs all over with MoneyPass and Visa plus Alliance. You understand? Fee-free ATM machines, 38,000, okay? I want you to join the millions on Chime. Sign up takes two minutes. Internet, when we have these type of advertising, if you love the Premium Pete Show, let's sign up today. Let's support them. Let's show up and show out. Head on over, okay, to Chime.com, that's C-H-I-M-E.com forward slash premium, okay? One more time, that's Chime.com forward slash premium. Trust me, I'm only putting you on to something that is incredible and that I personally mess with. Chime is a financial technology company. Banking services provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank, members of FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to the debit card purchases. Limits start at $20 and may be increased up to $100 by Chime. Early direct deposit depends on the payer. Out-of-network cash withdrawal fees apply. Third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. Go to Chime.com for more details. Internet, what's up, y'all? It's Premium Pete. You know who it is. Now, let me ask you something. Do you ever listen to this show and have questions about some of my classic interviews? Maybe the Pistol Pete or the Ed Lover, the Gary V. Or who knows, maybe even the iced tea. Listen to me. If you ever just wish to reach out to me directly and ask what it was like to do those interviews or ask me some follow-up questions, maybe you have. Or do you just want to ask me about a new pair of sneakers that just dropped? Or maybe, just maybe, you want to know what the secret ingredient in that Pete's Premium Pasta Sauce is. Well, let me tell you, you're not going to get it. But you will get the jar. (laughs) I'm already playing. Um, Listen to me. Stereo, okay? I'll be on there for the next nine weeks. I'm on there a couple of times a week. So I want you to go to Stereo.com forward slash Premium Pete Show. Again, Stereo.com forward slash Premium Pete Show, okay? Make sure you follow me. I was on there the other uh, last week with Chris Morrow. Mad people asking questions about the Combat Jack Show, Premium Pete Show, podcasting. Uh, It's dope. I I like it. Listen, internet, okay? I want to connect with you. Okay, I want to talk to all of y'all. You want to come on stereo and talk to me? For the next nine weeks, I'll be on there a couple of times a week. Do me a favor. Go to the App Store and Apple or Google Play. Download stereo today. But I want you to download stereo like this. Go to stereo.com, okay, forward slash premium Pete show. One more time. Stereo.com forward slash premium Pete show. Just download it. I love stereo. And I know you will too. Let's get the convo going. I'll see you over there. Now, I want to recommend another podcast you're sure to love. Built to Last is a podcast by American Express that highlights the stories, history, and continued legacy of Black-owned small businesses that shape American culture. The debut season focuses on Black-owned small businesses that need our support now more than ever. Hold on, I'm going to put you on right now. In each episode, host Elaine Welterow explains the story of a Black business trailblazer of the past that's inspired a modern black-owned business 
The podcast features small business owners like Pinky Cole of Atlanta's food truck turned restaurant, Sweaty Vegan, Anifa Muemba, a cutting edge designer, and so many other amazing small business owners. Listen to me. Plus, there's a special check-in with modern-day Renaissance woman, Issa Rae. You know who that is. As Built to Last uncovers and celebrates past and present stories of black entrepreneurship in America, we hope to encourage all of our listeners to support these businesses and also the black-owned businesses in your community today. Do me a favor. Check out the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Now let's get back to the show. Cheer. Literally, I don't know. Again, I feel like there are some people who may not know that, you know, um, you're an artist. You had, you had some some big songs. There's a couple of big songs, um, even with Missy Elliott. Yes. Uh, who else? Name down who else songs. Missy Elliott. I worked with Chad yep. before, yep. you know. He became a part of the Neptunes. He did yep. a song called How Can I Get Over You. What, what song was it with Missy? Missy was Ooh Ooh Baby. Yep, yep. Um, How did she that was go? actually the debut release. Um, it went pretty well. It it did peak on a billboard, but then they just Motown decided they wanted to go a different direction. So they put out the um Denise Williams silly. They, yes, they yes. felt like Ooh Ooh was a little too pop. How did the hook go on Ooh Ooh? Ooh Ooh, baby, baby. I think you'd be the one for me. Ooh, ooh, baby, baby. Boy, you gotta be the one. Motown. How do you sign a Motown? So I had a deal with Epic first. And De Niro actually got me that deal with Tommy Mottola. Shouts to De Niro. Yes, shouts to De Niro. And um, so I was there for a while, but you know how these companies do? They change all the people and they come in with other people. And then... um, an A&R by the name of Dice, um, shout outs to Dice Randami. He discovered me at uh, Wilson's, Chaz and Wilson's. Do you know about them? Yes. Old school. We told, we going, well, we going back to the 90s. So he discovered me with Ron Grant and friends mm-hmm. at Chaz and Wilson's. And um, he asked me what was going on. I said, well, I'm kind of over here at Epic. I can't really sign with anybody else. He was like, nah, nah, nah. We're going to buy you out of that deal. They haven't put you out yet. We're going to buy you. So basically, Andre brought me from Sony. The late, great Andre Harrell. Yes. Rest in peace. Brought me from Sony. Um, signed me. Dice was my A&R. And we got to making that album and put it out. And... Can I ask you, if you're an actor mm-hmm. and then you jump into the music business, mm-hmm. would you say these people admired you and respected you because you had a multi-different career? Like, meaning like they, they know you could blow, like you you, you got pipes and, 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 and you sound, you're an amazing singer, right? Um, mm-hmm. But did being in the Bronx Tale and being all these things kind of give you that, I guess, weird, not my word to use, but I guess I'm going to throw a clout. Yes. To these people, like kind of like it, you know, that, it helped yeah. because I was already popular, and now it's easy to get a deal because I've done this. You know, that's just that's how this industry works. You know, when you do one thing, it opens the door for something else. So um, that definitely opened up the doors. As soon as I did a Bronx Tale, I was actually supposed to be on a soundtrack for Bronx Tale, but we couldn't quite find the right song. So that song or me getting on that soundtrack led to De Niro talking to Tommy about me and saying, no, you need to sign this girl. She has a voice. And then that led to my Motown deal. But singing has always been my first passion. Mm. And although the acting happened first and 
I've been very successful at it, I'll always be a singer at heart because that's the thing I know God gave me for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. that came out of me at seven, eight before I knew what acting was. So, you know, I'll always try to pursue that or even just do it for myself. Yeah, that, was, that, that was, that was powerful for you. And I think yeah. it, it, it kind of catapulted you to, you know, the all the entertainment world and, yes. you know, and give a mixture and then you become like a double, uh, you know, double yeah. entendre, so to speak. Yes. You know, now you're 17 years old, right? Your parents, like, how happy were they that you're in this fucking movie? And then second of all, you're in the Bronx. You're yeah. in like class. Were you still in school as Jane? I was. was I was that? in my last year of high school. And you know, I didn't tell anybody. Um, we were moving from the Bronx to Jersey. And um, I spent half my last half of year in Teaneck High School. No one knew who I was. Um, and then all of a sudden that summer, a Bronx tale comes out and all of the kids I went to school with, they're like, oh, my God, you're in a movie. Like, and I went to school with you. And, you know, because it just wasn't the braggy type to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in a movie and make sure yeah, you guys yeah, sure. did. You're just a quiet, I wasn't yeah. right. I was just quiet. But now they're seeing me out and about in the neighborhood and they're like, you're, you were in a Bronx Town yeah, with Robert yeah. De Niro. You kept your mouth shut for six months and didn't say anything to anybody about that. So it, it was cool to um, represent Teaneck in that way, even though Teaneck, I Teaneck, New Jersey? Yeah, Teaneck, New Jersey. It was cool to represent them and some of my high school friends that I've gotten close to. But I was always the type of person that I don't want people to like me for what I do. I wanted people to like, like me, like me for, for who I am. Who I was. You know, you, you, you had a lot of different things. You did music and acting and, 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 and you got some checks. Do you remember like the mm -hmm. first time you bought something like special yes, to you? Yes, because we were moving. I was able to help my family pretty much furnished the whole house mm, mm. <laughs> from a Bronx cell because, mm. you know, we were in this brand new house straight out of Gun Hill Projects and that all happened at the same time and that house was like a palace for me and my sister because, you know, I was so proud of my parents for buying their first home and to be able to help them, you know, bring the vision to life. It was amazing. It was, it was great, great memories. So mom and dad, you would say overall were really supportive of you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, for them, I was easy because they had already dealt with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My older sister was signed to Capitol Records. So they, my mom had became all of our managers. So she knew she was, a, the she, she was the original yeah. manager. So she's like, oh, you choosing to do that? Easy. Okay, let's go. And now, she learned her lessons from the others. So, now, you know. Now, now, when when any did you ever watch any of these movies with your parents or or, or like did they ever like kind never of, belly? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I won't watch that with them. <laughs> never. Um, a Bronx told my dad he he catches it. He'll text me every time it comes on. Your movie's on, girl. Yeah. <laughs> like so. Now, what's up with um, Jane? That was all Chaz and 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 Robert De Niro. Like, is that the name they always had, Jane? That's the name they always had. Jane Williams. That's why he says he thought my name would be something, you know, unique or or more exotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't. It was Jane. Because, yeah. you know, there are no African-American girls really named Jane. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that, that was, right, in itself right. was different. We're Monique's and Renee's yeah, yeah. and Keisha's and, yeah. you know, that's who we are. But Hey, listen, Jane, some, some parents, I remember hearing a lot of parents like, oh, I go, I want to make sure this name is good on a resume. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So you don't so, try to judge me, motherfuckers. Jane Williams. Um, Although the Williams give it away, but it's all good. You know, we think about Bronx Tale. We think about Belly. Mm -hmm. And don't forget, I, I also did Subway Stories. And I have a lot of I fans that, that saw Subway Stories. And they, you know, you okay, would, let's give me, give me Subway Stories. 
Let's do one at a time. Let's do okay. Bronx Tale, Belly, Subway Stories. Your most memorable moment from each one. Let's start with Bronx Tale first. Okay, Bronx Tale. Mm. Okay, Bronx Tale. I guess people don't know that I really was not driving that car when when she did the big U-turn. Oh, I had right. a devil because I the could not drive there. at that. Yeah, I didn't know how to drive. And the fact that it was literally like nine degrees outside and we were in those little jackets. Yeah. We had to keep getting hand warmers and like we were freezing. So to say out lines without going was challenging. It was challenging. Talent for sure. Challenging. Moving over to Keisha. Belly. Belly. All, uh, all that oil. I hated that oil. I just want everybody to know, you guys are like, why is she so shiny? I hated the oil, but the oil is infamous today. <laughs> it's legendary. It's legendary. But I I fought hype back and forth. Like, why do I have to be greased up like this? I hate, why am I shiny? You thought, thought you were what ready a, to throw hands. And 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 then June Ambrose, she was the- She also legendary yes, June Mary fashion stylist. She was the fashion stylist. She was like, how dare you guys put oil on this $10,000 La Perler uh, lingerie? So it, it was, we were, I was going crazy. Like, I don't want this oil on me. So that will never leave. That's a memory. That's, that's, forever. that's sticking. It's, as I like to say, forever, forever, forever classic. Now, Subway Stories. Subway Stories, um, that was a role that I just, I really felt that role. I was really passionate about singing in the subway. Um, it was not pre-recorded. I was actually singing live mm. in the subway. And for me, I think that role really came from my heart because at that time, I had lost a cousin to cancer. Rest I had in lost, peace. Yeah, I, I lost a lot of family members during that um, time. So that role came so easy. And that song was from my heart. You know, you know, it's 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 special when someone gets a chance to uh, you know follow their heart, and especially in you know in the acting career. Um, you know, I look at it like I, 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 I just looking at you, I said, "Holy shit!" I f I forget to even realize of how many men that you have given the door test uh, uh, thought to. Like, you know, I think about throughout my life, they're like, you know, the door test was considered. You know, I guess. The next question for you is, have you ever really did that door test in real life? Even with hubby, a past time, has anybody ever done that to you? Um, I have not. I mean, my husband's a gentleman. He opens the door for me and puts me in. But you in. realize and that's we, like a cultural we, you thing. You know, it changed. By the time we got married, we yeah, had that's, the that's what automatic. I'm saying. So. People, people say that all the time now, though. I kind of like... You can't really do the door yeah. test on somebody because it's like, yo, you could press an app and open your doors. Yeah, it but you so up. that means forever the legendary door tester Jane yes. is here. Thank but do I I get a lot of stories though that it did work on that generation of people that were doing that in that time when that movie came out and we didn't have that. So you know, yeah. you know, you you have an acting career, you have a music career. How hard was that for you to balance that shit? It wasn't because I just love to do it all. I love to do it. I just hop from one thing to the next and keep it going. And just for me, I just try to put my heart in each project and everything that I'm doing. That's you, it. You know, you ever, you, you ever get to a point in time where you find yourself in another state or country because of what you're doing and realizing how special it is? You Absolutely. Because some people always say, I want to wait till I get there. Listen, you might die. When Lilo and I did the reunion at the autograph signing show, I realized 
that's when I realized how special a Bronx Tale have been to so many people and that it's decades old. But like you said, um, it's it's really a, a, a intimate thing to some people because it applies so many of the life, the life lessons, lessons applies gems, yep. to their lives. And then our representation of the interracial relationships, people at go, a time yes. at a time that it wasn't really acceptable. Yes. yes. People are really dealing with that in real life. So for us, it's like our characters are like posted poster. We're the posted model for, you know, their life, their life story. You know, um, first off, I do want to say, I want to take this time to, I'm, I'm so thankful to be sitting down with Terrell Hicks right now. And I also want to give a big shout out to virtual cons. Yes. You know, another reason why we're here today um, and how it's the future and of conventions, but more importantly, okay, a game-changing app that will have people like Terrell Hicks in there. You think about it. You want a shout-out. You want to get an autograph, maybe some memorabilia or some merch, or maybe – and it's on all different genres, whether yes. it be boxing con, Sopranos con, my movie con, and it really is – Access. You want to learn about, you know, uh, going on the real Bronx tail bus and hanging out with uh, Cologinal and Jane? Yeah. Sign up for virtual cons today. Yep. Okay. Now, back with Terrell, I will say this. I always ask you uh, to do Amazing Grace, and I feel like an annoying person, but it's only because <laughs> you are, I, I'm, I mean this, and I'll say this in front of your husband, everybody, you are that talented um, to be somebody that could play Keisha. Mm-hmm. I, actually, this is going to become a clip. To be somebody who could play Keisha and Jane, two totally opposite people, and then be able to have pipes that could blow like that um, is just really, I just really admire somebody that, that's born talent, you Thank know, you. God-given talent. So, um, and, and, and also, it's a very uh, tough time in, in this world right now. So we'll give them a little bit of, um, um, you know, amazing grace. amazing grace. Okay, sure. He's like, sure. I'm like, yo, it, it, it's, it's it's funny how I, I feel like every time we did it on IG Live, we did it here. Internet, the legendary, the amazing, song. the talented Terrell Hicks. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I was was lost but now i'm found was blind but now i see now that was beautiful Thank now you. let me ask you um how important has church been in your life in your family's life forget about it. like do you feel like it's kept you together all of y'all absolutely i mean god is number one in there's my also life. some beautiful woman in church <laughs> And, 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 oh and they about, they, they, listen, after hours, you know oh what I'm saying? Yo, yo, listen, I was in World Changes. It was some beautiful woman a couple of years ago. I remember them. My man is a regular in World Changes. Shouts to Creflo Dollar. And I remember I turned around and he's like, yo, one of them girls like you. And oh I'm my like, goodness. what do you mean like me? Like, we're like, at the time it's like. It's some beating grief for singles. Huh? So I turn around <laughs> and I look and, and you know, I'm like, eh, what? You realize that in church? Well, but you know what? I, I can't even knock that because church is where I met my husband. Mm, mm. And the, the Lord hooked that up. The Lord hooked it up. I looked over. He he was playing the organ and I was singing and we instantly connected. It was instantly like, yeah, and, I and, need and to it, know who he is. And for him, it was 
I need to know who she is. We had a little meeting after church and it just never stopped. And we were 16 years old. You know, that's a special thing that you've been with him since that young. But yes. I do want to say this. A lot of people look at an actor and they just see one thing or yes. celebrity or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> I am so proud and happy to see y'all. He comes, I, you know, I watch on Instagram. He comes and supports you in yes. everything you do. He's he also does. a very talented producer. And it's important to uh for us to see uh couples do stuff like that yes to um build each other up build the empire yes. um and be there for each other and really know how to play like here's a guy who has done producing for j-lo mm -hmm. um and, and a lot of other people yep. genuine and 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 it's you play your part like you know now he's watching you <laughs> you know what i'm saying like, yes. like i think like i i you know I, he's I've, a great support I've, I've been able to do that with a lot of people like for instance some people may know me Sometimes mm -hmm. I'm taking the picture for them with other people. Right, right. I, you know, and I think that it, there's a real chameleon talent in that. But anyway, shout, shout, shouts to your husband. Yes. Let's give him his proper name. Lauren okay? Dawson. Shouts to him. Um, you know, <laughs> as we wind this episode down, because we got to head over to uh, 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 Virtual Cons. One Twelve is performing tonight again. Yay. Internet's head to Virtual Cons. It's available in the uh, App Store mm -hmm. or uh, Google Play or head to VirtualCons.com. I promise you, I don't just sit here and say bullshit. It's a game changing app. You want to learn? You want access? You want a chance to learn how to make money? And and really just be able to do and and things that really are not available. If you're if you're a, a movie lover, a pop culture lover, or of anything, head to Virtual Cons right now. I yes. feel like I gave like two big uh, pushes right there. You and did. Um, yeah, as we wind this episode down, listen, Terrell Hicks, um, what's next? Well, I have a string of independents coming out, um, so just look for that put type my name in you'll see all the things that i'm involved in um also i just started my husband and i online store called the home team lnt so you can find a lot of my memorabilia on this page you can purchase our One hoodies it's the home team lnt so yeah go there you can order your um Limited edition Keisha hoodies. Um, I'm gonna have some Jane, Jane. merch. Yep, and each <laughs> but um, all of those um, memorabilia pieces will come with um, thank you cards, personally written by me, and because I love you guys so much. And so, if you get this stuff anywhere else, guess what? You're not getting that. You're not getting the official. <laughs> You're not tissue. getting the official official, right? So um, I'm excited about that, and. Um, I'm excited about having this interview with you. Thank you so much. Of course. It's been something I've been wanting to do for a while. You know, nice. I, I will say this too. Um, throughout your career, you know, you had highs and lows. Yeah. And what I mean by that is like, you know, some people, I don't look at it like this, but some people do where it's like, oh, she was in Bronx. Oh, she was in this. People always, it's like hip hop. They always look mm -hmm. for current. Right. You know what I mean? And that, that doesn't mean they're outdated or they're right. or, or washed up. But I hate people who do that. So stop, stop doing that shit. It's a marathon internet. <laughs> But, you know, when you think about it, there's times where maybe you're not singing no more, maybe mm -hmm. you're not doing movie, or you're doing this or waiting to do this. How discouraging could that be for an actor or for an for entrepreneur, for, 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 for a creative? Well, for me, that's when my faith kicks in. If I'm not working at the moment, then I know that that's God over it because there's another assignment for me to do at the time. Um, so the time that I was down, um, I found out maybe six years ago, my mom was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and dementia. And that was a time, like my mom was my manager. She did everything smart as a whip, um, put everybody in place. And so to see her lose all of 
those capabilities was heart wrenching and I had to step back for a minute to help my dad and my family, mm-hmm. you know, mom, uh, figure mom, out this, this new life. So that that was very discouraging and, and could be depressing at times. But um, one thing I just kept reminding myself is that this is a business that is never going to go away. And as long as you preserve yourself and keep your head on tight, you can always hop back in. Mm. Let me tell you something. I was going to ask you to give advice to some young actors, but that was it. Internets. Uh, make sure you follow Terrell Hicks on Instagram. Make sure you stay tuned to what she's doing. Okay. Yes, and if you if you know of Terrell Hicks, trust me, you're going to learn a little bit more today. But if you yeah. didn't know of her, now you do. And make sure you go back and check out her catalog and check out the music that she did and the movies she does and stay tuned to what she's doing now. Yes. Um, Listen, I could talk to you forever, but you know what I'm going to do? Yeah. We're going to make a part two soon. Okay. Um, but for now, internets, um, the beautiful, the the hustler, straight out the mud, <laughs> Soundview projects, no, Gun Hill projects. Right. Okay, the BX. Shouts to Cool Hurt. Internets, the one and only Terrell Hicks. Thank you again for having Thank me. You. Thank You're you. welcome. Kahoo. <laughs> we got to do the door test. Oh, yeah, that girl Terrell Hicks. Man, that was a beautiful episode. I'm so happy to have her on. She was singing, you know, just hearing about the Bronx Tale and and Belly and just what a journey. Just a real sweet person. I'm so happy that we had her on. Listen, Internet, dig in the catalog, okay? Go back and dig. You know how many episodes we have? I want you to continue to tell a friend to tell a friend about the Premium Peach Show. Now, if you're a small business, you hear me? What am I, drinking wine? Eh, I had a little glass. If you're a small business, big business, whatever, okay, you want to advertise on a premium Petro, email me, thepremiumpetro at gmail.com. One more time. You want to advertise on a premium Petro, maybe you want to advertise on other podcasts, or you want to learn about podcasting or scripting podcasts, or you want me to help produce a show, email me, thepremiumpetro at gmail.com, and we'll get to working. Internets, we got so many great episodes coming up. I'm so excited. Thank you for, uh, you know, showing me love all these years. But more importantly, thank you for just rocking out with me. Internets, I promise you, we ain't going to stop. We're going to rock till the wheels fall off. Um, Peace and blessings to you and yours. Grab yourself a bottle of Malbec wine and enjoy yourself. And if you ever need to reach out to me, remember, email me, thepremiumpetro at gmail.com. And I'll see you next episode. Cheers.